Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, I am your co-host, Dallas Montague, and today in the studio, we have another amazing guest, Greg Messina. Well, Greg, it's great to have you here today. Thank you for being here. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it, Dallas. And today we're here to talk about your church, Uptime Community Church, and John 316 Productions. And so before we talk about that a little bit, I would just like for you to share a little bit about yourself, your testimony for our listeners, just to get to know you a little bit better. Well, sure. Absolutely. Um, well, first I should start by saying it's not it's not our church. It's not my church. It, it is God's church, and we're, we're all part of the body. We're all members, and uh, God has been good. He's been faithful, and the ministry is completely online. But uh, just to give you a little backstory of myself, it really all started um, uh, back in 2006 when I became born-again, spiritual believer in Christ. And uh, since then, uh, the walk has been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. It's had its uh, peaks and valleys, of course, as you know. There are trials we all go through as believers in Christ, but um, certainly God has been good. He has been faithful the whole way uh, around. So basically, I uh, I was I grew up spiritual, a very spiritual person, always looking, seeking, um, and very interested in the unseen realm. So I, I got into uh, some areas of um, of the occult, uh, you know, heavy, heavily into the areas of the occult, but enough that I was reading into it and interested in seeing what what things uh, lie on the other areas of uh, New Age and whatnot. So, um, you know, I grew up a, a Roman Catholic. My my parents were both Roman Catholics, devout Roman Catholics, I should say. My father was going to become a deacon. Um, but, uh, you know, I just never knew that there was something more. I always felt there was something more, but I I didn't know that there was something more until I became a born-again believer in Christ and, and started reading the Word myself. And um, so, uh, not knocking uh, Roman Catholics, but I am saying that uh, there was a viewpoint in which uh, I, I take now that is uh, that has led me away from Roman Catholicism. And um, really how it all happened was uh, I had uh, been shown some uh, small newspaper article, a clipping from my, my dad back when I was 14 years of age, and, uh, you know, I was interested in the paranormal, but not highly interested. But at that point, when he showed me this newspaper clipping, he showed me uh, a number of people or a group of people who were looking into um, canvassing a park, uh, looking and seeking out what may have happened to occur in that park on Long Island, New York, back in 1992. And um, supposedly there was an alleged UFO crash that happened. And I didn't know much about, you know, UFOs. I didn't know much about any of that stuff in terms of the paranormal. But uh, he showed me the clipping, and, you know, it stuck with me all the way up through college. And when I went to college, I went to a film school, 
um, because I was very much into filmmaking and I really had the desire to become a filmmaker and get into editing, get into cinematography. And that whole field always uh, really, uh, I had a passion for it. So um, when I was in college, I met up with a friend who told me about his brother who had a very interesting um, uh, experience in this area, UFOs. And he said he had seen one of these things, these triangular craft with his friend back in the 80s. And I found it very interesting to, to hear that. Uh, when he mentioned that, I got to know him. We became friends, and I constantly asked him the same question over and over again. Were you pulling my chain? Are you telling me the truth about this? Mm -hmm. And it was such a profound um, experience. And I, I just I couldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go. So I found myself constantly asking him over and over again, you know, you could tell me the truth now. And he said, listen, if you could tell me, that's a million-dollar question. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. People around the world have been doing amazing work in community building. In spite of many challenges, or perhaps because of these challenges, there are hundreds of thousands of people who are working to make the world a better place. In Dr. Rev. Ann Hay Egan's new book, Building Communities of Hope, she shares many powerful testimonies of community builders that have transformed the world. Find this book on Amazon today. Are you ready for a transformation that will guide success in all areas of your life? If you're looking for the ideal speaker, look no further. Reverend Rich is passionate about the transformation and success you feel you need in your life. In return, he comes with ancient wisdom that is proven in his life and countless others. Need a mentor? Don't forget to go to www.u2canberich.com to book and take advantage of Reverend Rich's free one-on-one -on -one coaching session. Now let's return to today's podcast. To tell me what I saw with my friend that night, uh, you know, of course I would, I would, you know, I would tell you. But uh, anyway, lo and behold, I uh, I got out of film school. I ended up um, wanting to do my own documentary. I, I was fresh out of film school. And I said, "There's got to be something I can do," because I, I want to do something. You know, I was trying to get jobs back then, and I did land myself into the corporate audiovisual area. But uh, I really wanted to do something on my own. So what I decided to do was I always had that thought in the back of my mind when my dad showed me that newspaper clipping article of these people looking for some kind of uh, elements based off of an alleged UFO crash that happened in one of the largest parks on in Suffolk County on Long Island, New York. And what I did was I decided I would research and look up people who may have seen or eyewitnessed that event. And I compiled all this information going through uh, Craigslist and asking people if they would come forth and willing to testify on the, the events that happened back in 1992. So lo and behold, I, I compiled all this footage of various people uh, who decided, you know, said they had seen something. They don't know what it was that happened in that park that never closes down, but apparently it closed down for over three days. And there were eyewitness uh, people eyewitnessing all these military vehicles and um, radiation suits that were in the in park and this and that. So if anyone's familiar with the Roswell incident uh, back in the 40s, well, that this is pretty much like the next Roswell incident. This thing was broadcast on NBC and Fox, a lot of major news networks. And some of these people who were 
involved with that crash, uh, I interviewed. And one of those people I interviewed uh, happened to be somebody who was a co-founder of this network called the Long Island UFO Network. And I asked him, well, you know, what happened? Why did you get out of it? And he said, well, uh, I realized uh, after a while of being in there, things just started to go sour. And especially with the person who co-founded the network with him, he realized things were just not going the way they intended. And uh, what happened was he said, all of the stuff that we were dealing with became so real. And he started experiencing these things where people around the world will say, oh, well, I've seen these alien grays, so to speak, with these beady black eyes and big egg-shaped head and all these other things. And he said, I would deal with all these uh, paranormal events that were happening in my life to the point where uh, I just couldn't take it anymore. And so there was a point in which he said I was, he was ready to commit suicide because it was just becoming too overbearing on his life. And he said it was only at one point in which he decided to turn to the Word of God and he said, Dear Heavenly Father, what do I have to have, do to have your true Son, Jesus Christ, come into my heart? And it was that day he felt this weight lift up off out of him, out of his chest. And he, he said he had not experienced any more of those paranormal events that he had been experiencing. So I said, my goodness, this is something so profound. And, uh, I mean, I took it at first as he just turned to religion, quote-unquote, to solve his problems. But what he did was he led me to the Word of God. And I found myself interviewing a number of people, but specifically going to this gentleman's house and uh, and going back from Queens to Long Island, where I was, I was living in Queens at the time, which was over an hour trip, and just recording him and just realizing that he has something here that is really, truly unique. And that is where he started leading me into the Word. And not only that, he had a gift. I believe it was a gift from the Holy Spirit. And that gift was to break down the keyword with keyword research in Scripture to uncover this UFO phenomenon in full, to also let other people who are dealing with this stuff around the world, to let them know that Jesus is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And by the name of God, by the name of Jesus, these things can be completely eradicated and taken out of their lives and they can have peace. So it was at that point where I said, oh, this is interesting. I connected the dots and the Lord just feel like he hit me over the head. <laughs> I said, wake up, Greg. And I just at that moment believed in my queen's apartment, little queen's apartment. I led myself. I, I believe I, I knelt down. I said, Lord, I believe. And that's where I felt this amazing peace and love come through, radiate throughout my body into my heart. And I just broke down crying in tears and just baptized in the spirit. And I was just um, amazed by what had occurred there. And so ever since uh, I've been on this journey to um, just continue to spread the gospel message and to see others uh, come to the, into the kingdom and, and help lift up, uh, others up who are uh, believers and edify them. That's definitely like unlike any other testimony I've ever heard before. <laughs> it's definitely very unique. So that's a great introduction. Thank you, Greg, for sharing your story with us, your, a little bit of your testimony with us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And going forward into the John 316 Productions, you said that you have a background in... Filmmaking. Filmmaking, okay. And so this is kind of what's led into John 316 Productions, is a little bit of that background, a little bit of your experience, now moving forward wanting to share the gospel. And so what is John 316 Productions? Well, yes, John 316 Productions was founded in uh, 2011. Um, the purpose of launching 
John 316 Productions, was to create faith-based Christian films that inspire, edify, and uplift the body of Christ, and of course, bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. Um, so uh, I knew that I wanted to develop something that would eventually lead into feature-length-based films that will uh, help inspire people to um, come to the Lord, inspire the body of Christ to see that, um, you know, it's not just Hollywood that's producing these films out there, mm -hmm. but it could also be Christian faith-based believers that are bringing the message to the big screen. Mm -hmm. And is this something that you're doing full-time, or is this something that you do on, on your free time? Well, John 316, yeah, um, hasn't gotten the support or the funding that I was hoping it would get uh, back in 2011. Mm -hmm. um, so right now, it's, it's just something that I do on the side. Um, I do freelance editing, video editing, and so uh, also I do film, you know, I do cinematography as well. So I do video, um, cinematography, and video editing uh, as, a, as a job, freelance-based. But right now the ministry has taken a, a different turn, and it's, it's definitely grown mm -hmm. into something that I didn't expect. And, and God is just amazing me with what he has, uh, has done with this ministry. Mm-hmm. And combining that with the Uptime community, what is that, and how does that play with the John 316 Productions? Right. So the John 316 Productions, um, really, uh, you know, it, it is kind of like the head of uh, the ministry. And so if you can think of it as just a part, a small part of John 316 Productions, it doesn't just have to be focused on filmmaking. But uh, the ministry has developed into an online community that now acts as a hub for believers all over the world to share their testimonies and use their God-given gifts and skills to further God's kingdom on earth. Um, Uptime Community uh, right now has currently has a uh, Prophecy Watchman webcast that broadcasts live on Sundays, and now we've just started a new series that will broadcast on the first Monday of each, each month called A New Creation, True Life Testimony. A good friend and sister in Christ, Vanessa Moore, hosts the first webcast that will be on Uptime Community this Monday. September 7th, with award-winning author and apologist Dr. Frank Turek uh, from Cross-Examined Ministry. It can be viewed by going to uptime.church. Wow. Cross-Examined, I think I've heard of this before. They're on YouTube, right? Yes, they are on YouTube. Yep, they have their own app. And uh, yeah, Dr. Frank Turek, uh, I don't think he's currently going anywhere due to the COVID-19 lockdown. Um, however, he is doing some interviews online. Well, guys, that is Monday. This next week, you guys can click on the links below and find that information. So definitely click on that. And so going a little bit deeper into the Uptime community and the John 316 Productions. And so do you have any testimonies so far, even though it didn't get the funding that you expected? What has God done so far with the ministry? Well, yes. I mean, just just uh, what I mentioned, I mean, the the amazing thing is that it has grown into a social media platform that has allowed believers to come together and and really work together um and i've i've really let the lord just choose these certain people because i really it's all about prayer and understanding who comes in and helps out and it really seems as though he has made it so that these individuals who have come into my life um all throughout the you know, right now throughout the United States, various people, you know, the, the Internet is, is a platform that we can use that we can all speak to globally. And that's that's an amazing mm -hmm. thing. That's an amazing tool. I think there's some people think, OK, it could be the devil's tool. But you know what? God can use it for the good. 
And so we, we can use these tools to reach others for Christ. And that is an amazing testimony itself, that these people who've come into my life just really, I, I mean, all just are in sync with one another in terms of the spirit, in terms of unity and fellowship. And it's just incredible what he's done. Uh, we actually had a believer not to, well, we had someone come on just recently onto the webcast who came, who said he came to the Lord due to watching Uptime and uh, was was just amazed. And, and we were just amazed by hearing that because it was during a live webcast that he made mention of it. So that's incredible. Praise God. And you, like you say, we can use the internet and all of this during the coronavirus pandemic. And so that's kind of my next question. How have you guys thrived during the pandemic, maybe where other churches and programs and ministries have kind of decreased? Yes. Well, Uptime Community really started online as an online ministry. So um, being completely online, the COVID-19 pandemic has only strengthened the ministry, not hindered it. Mm -hmm. And so um, Uptime was started in May in the midst of the pandemic. And so, you know, being that we're completely online and virtual, uh, you know, we don't have any rent uh, or, you know, any lease or anything, you know, that's going to hinder us financially with a physical building, whereas other churches will, will have to, um, you know, deal with that aspect of it. So, it, yeah, it is really um, the virtual aspect has helped tremendously. And, of course, with more people um, staying huddled to either the Internet or um, some type of media, multimedia device or platform, that will only attract and uh, lay, enable us to have our platform be out there even more so. And going back to the John 316 Productions of what the video you were making um, years back, you were saying, is that posted online somewhere as well? So the video that I had been making at the, the one point was really prior to me being saved. Um, you are referring to the okay, documentary okay. and on the, the crash? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so um, to follow up with that, really what I, uh, I found out with, with what I was doing was more along the lines, and we go by the principle, I go by the principle of, of the one verse, Ephesians 5.11, have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Mm -hmm. So um, my original work uh, intended for something else was completely abandoned, um, only because I prayed over it and I prayed about it, and I said, this is something that is not really going to um, bring bear any good fruit. So what I did was when... Um, I abandoned the documentary, and I mentioned to those people that I did interview that uh, I have a totally different belief system, and this is where I am at. And some respected it, some respected it, some didn't. Um, but I basically told them that this is this is what happened, that I became a born again believer in Jesus Christ, and that He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one goes to the Father except through Him. So uh, I was able to witness to those people uh, in the midst of my documentary and tell them I had a complete conversion. So basically what happened from there is when um, this one brother in Christ who led me to the Lord, led me to the Word, he, uh, he had this gift that I saw that nobody else really had. And so what happened was we came together with someone else who read books, over 500 books on this subject, this UFO subject and the paranormal subject, right? So... Um, I brought the two of them together, and really through the Holy Spirit and, and this brother's um, research in Scripture, and using the keyword research, he uh, basically said, 
uh, to this other gentleman uh, who had read all these books. He said, yeah, this is what I have found. And the one who had read all these books validated everything that he was saying to be true based off of eyewitness events that have been happening hundreds of thousands of years uh, to people around the world. And so um, it really kind of came together quite amazingly. And so we started this ministry back in 2007 that uh, became a podcast, and we started reaching out to those people who were dealing with this kind of phenomenon. And people, it just led people to the, the Word, led people to the Lord. Um, people were set free. Uh, Jesus can set the captives free. And this is um, what a lot of people are dealing with in this paranormal realm, paranormal area. It's, it's really due to uh, fallen angels and the demonic realm. And so uh, we had been doing that ministry for over three years, and the podcast was just receiving, uh, I mean, over half a million, I'm sorry, quarter million uh, views or listens. And so, um, yeah, people, God was really working through that ministry. And then uh, both those brothers had passed on. They were uh, in their 60s. I want to say both of them somewhere in the Mm -hmm. 60s. Um, But uh, I always cherish those moments with them. And of course, they are with the Lord now. And touching base with that just a little bit, can you give us the authority of that the Christians have because of Jesus? Can you just talk about that point as well? Yes. Well, you know, Jesus tells us that, you know, he's given us, and especially in the book book of Luke, that we have the authority to, um, you know, trample on snakes and scorpions and overcome all the power of the enemy. You know, one of the gifts that uh, this one brother had was, of course, going into keyword research. And the snakes and scorpions uh, could either be literal or figurative. Now, what we he deduced was that they were figurative. And when you do your research into the Greek, specifically in those words, the key, those keywords of snakes and scorpions, you can find out that these snakes are actually referring to the fallen ones, the fallen angels um, who basically tempted uh, Adam and Eve in the garden. And then you also have scorpions, which are considered the earthbound spirits that are working hand in hand with the fallen angels. So uh, this was, you know, if Jesus himself is saying that he's given his disciples and his followers in Christ the authority to trample on these things, trample on snakes and scorpions and overcome all the power of the enemy, then he means it because his word is truth. Right, thy word is truth, John seventeen seventeen. So, um, what we need to do is realize that we, He who is in us, Holy Spirit, is stronger than He who is in the world, and the power of the air, which is Satan, fallen angels, and this the earthbound spirits, the scorpions. All right, yeah. Thank you for going into that a little bit for our listeners too. Absolutely. You kind of talked about the one side and then giving your life to the Lord and how it moved into this side. Okay, great. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. You're welcome. And the, with the future plans of the ministry and the productions, what is something that you're working on now or maybe plans you have for the future? Yes. Well, the primary purpose of John 316 Productions is to create faith-based films that glorify Christ. With prayer and support, I hope it can achieve enough funding to create feature-length-based films uh, instead of just mm-hmm. short films that we place on YouTube. I also plan on further developing Uptime Community to a point where uh, more shows and interactive forums can be created, along with Bible studies that will be available 24-7. Great. And thank you so much for sharing some of those things. And can you give the listeners just a little bit of the links or a place where they can find some of your information? Yes, absolutely. Well, John 316 Productions has a YouTube channel. You can just look up John 316 Productions. 
And um, there may be another John 316 Productions on there, but uh, if you see um, if you see the blue uh, J along with the uh, red three colon 16, you know that it is uh, the John 316 Productions that I am referring to, and you can search on YouTube for that. So John 316 Productions on YouTube, and then of course Uptime Community can easily be found by going to uh, looking up Uptime Community or Uptime Church, and easily can be accessed by going online at, at uptime.church. So http colon slash slash uptime.church. Well, thank you, Greg, for sharing with us today and joining us on the podcast. And if I can have you in the podcast with a prayer, I would really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dallas, for having me. Dear Heavenly Father, I just lift up this time and uh, the uh, people who are listening, Lord God, that you just just fill them with your peace that surpasses all understanding, that you give them the clarity, the clarity, the wisdom, the guidance, direction that you have for each and every one of these believers there, Lord God, who are listening, um, that you just continue to give them the strength they need, the endurance they need, Lord God, to endure to the end, Lord God. So you alone will be glorified and, and lifted up, Lord God. I just pray for every single believer out there that they will continue on that path, Lord God, that narrow path that you have set out before us, and that you give them hope, you give them clarity, you give them wisdom, Father God, that each one of these loved ones of yours, these precious ones of yours, be protected from the enemy, from all snakes and scorpions, and let them know that you alone, Lord God, can help and are with them at all times. In Jesus' mighty and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.